since like the before times. Okay, I thought you did them over FaceTime. Uh, for the for all those other ones, it was remotely, so I would. I, oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't using FaceTime per se. Okay. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm pretty sure you can't record thing. You can't record oh, FaceTime calls. Yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. So I've been using a service called ZenCaster, okay. which um, it records the audio locally on both ends, so that yeah. it's not getting garbled through the internet. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's it's not bad so far, but it still leaves something to be to be desired. You know. Yeah, it's not the same thing as the before times, as you were saying. Yeah, and for anyone listening, we are actually in person, but we're um, we're social distancing. We're trying to distance. I disinfected equipment. We are wearing oh, masks. You know what happened? Um, Benson is trying to blind me. Um, so you see, what went, happened was no. I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't defend yourself. Um, he was trying. We were trying to, you know, be clean, and he went to spray the microphone, and my face was there. So <laughs> I got a little bit, a lot of bit, in my eyes. But you know, I can still see, so I'm still thriving. She can um, see clearly now. I can see clearly. It does burn a little bit, but you know what? I guess my eyes are very clean now. And he did point out my glasses took majority of the hit. So to all the people who have suggested contacts, that's what saved me today. So. Benson will be hearing from my lawyer. Though, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're wearing contacts, it it does literally cover part of your eye, so it can, yeah, it can prevent things from getting in your eye That's to a certain true. extent. Like, up, I think I my would glasses say like, took up to like maybe um, what feels like half a millimeter past your iris or something like that. You know a lot about contacts. I mean, because I I I mean, I'm wearing them right now, and yeah. Based on... Can I spray you what? as a test? <laughs> just, just to see what would happen. Contacts versus we'll, glasses. We'll what have, protects your eye better? We'll, ha- we'll have to make a TikTok about it. <laughs> Take a TikTok. Afterward. Okay. So you, Let's reenact you, it where I do it to you. I thought it was hand sanitizer at first. I felt the spray and then I went, wait, was that hand sanitizer? And Benson panicked a little bit because he did not realize just how close I was to the mic. But it's okay. We're going to move past I, it. <laughs> Well, we're friends, Kira. What are friends for who don't occasionally endanger the the other's life? It's okay. Yeah, I've learned that when driving with my friends. There have been a few times where, like, we did some dangerous things, but we survived. So it's okay. (laughs) You know? Sometimes, like, at night, you do accidentally go in the wrong lane. But it's okay as long as you survive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... um, I'm a good driver, I swear. it's (laughs) It's just, like... Connecticut roads, you know, at night where there's no lighting. Yeah. Um, what kind of Connecticut road are you talking about? We were in Manchester, and my friend, for whatever reason, he turned the GPS off, and, like, I'm absolutely awful at navigating, and, like, I don't really go... Wait, to- so you were driving, and then someone else turned the GPS mm-hmm. off? Yeah, so, because we were looking for a gas station, because my friend had to use the bathroom, and, like, the Wendy's was closed yeah. um, that we first went to, so we're like, oh, we'll go to the one, like, down the street or whatever, and I'm so used to having the GPS on, and I saw the turn, and it was, like, one of those lanes where it's, like, not really clear where it starts and where it ends. It, like, there was an yeah. overlap. Yeah. So, like, I'm turning, and then my friends scream, and I was like, oh, no, but there are no cars, so it was fine. We made it to the gas station. We survived. Like, you know. It happens. I am a good driver, you know. If the GPS was on, this would not have happened. I like to think of myself as a good driver, and I guess that makes sense in terms of where I'm usually driving, which is like 
semi-city, small town Connecticut. Yeah. But, like, I remember at times when, like, I, I would be going to, like, Waterbury or New Haven to do something. Oh, God, New And Haven. then uh, realizing, oh, wait, metropolitan traffic exists, and it's a yeah, pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm much better at small town traffic. I hate when, like, I get in those situations where it's super narrow and there's just a bunch of cars on the side of the yeah. street. That that freaks me out, so. Like, or, like, um, if it's huge, like, wide road yeah. But there's like f- at least four different lanes and it's a one way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have to figure out, you have to like do a, play a game of Snake to figure out, well, if all these are one way, that means if I want to get over here, I have to go on this street, but then turn on this and yeah. then turn on this one because they're all one ways, right? Yeah. <sighs> I I used to really hate driving, but now I'm the primary driver because I'm the only one with a car on campus, so I am... You're the only person on the entire campus with a vehicle? No, Benson. (laughs) With my friend group. I know. I need to to specify. In my friend group, I am the only one with a car, so I am am the one who drives everywhere. But that's okay. I've I've grown to like driving. Um, I have a Beetle. It's very cute. What it's, color is your beetle? It's black. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan. My uh, dad's wife gave me it because um, she was getting like a Jeep or something. So it's a, it's a very nice For people car. who didn't, haven't listened to Kira's first episode, she's referring to her father's wife who is not her mother. Yeah. No. Well, they got married in 2018 and like I'm an adult adult, so I'm not going to call her. Yeah. Your stepmother? Yeah. No. My grandma tried to do that one time and Heather, no offense. It's just. I call you Heather, you know? That's your name. Like, (laughs) I guess technically you are by, like, legal standards, but, you know. A stepmother? I guess. I I, I just call her my dad's wife, which does confuse people sometimes, so. Like. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I forget that I have to explain that sometimes. Yeah, and, like, um, sometimes it's, like, uh, like, there's such a, like, when you refer to, say, like if a guy referred to her wife's brother or something like that, it'd be like, you mean your brother-in-law? Yeah. But it's like, it could be your wife's sister's or bro- uh, spouse You're or something like that. You're confusing yourself. Like, like I, I saw, there was this, um, I, uh, there's this content creator on YouTube named okay. Austin McConnell. Okay. And he was just like offhandedly saying something about uh, um, like, like a few jumps in terms of relationships, okay. like his wife's brother or something like that, right? Yeah. And I can't remember the exact relationship, but, like, everyone in the comments was like, you mean, like, brother-in-law? <laughs> and, like, it was not, it was not, it was clearly not that. He made yeah. an entire video explaining to people, not oh my, my brother-in-law, but it's, like, <laughs> his wife's, like, sister's spouse sort of like that so like the very okay. the smallest distinction that actually does make sense when you think about it yeah but in when you hear like the initial wording of what he said in like yeah. the first video he it was like wait don't you mean brother-in-law you oh dumbass oh my gosh yeah i have a really complicated family tree um so i have a heart sometimes i just say family members so i live with my aunt and uncle um and um i obviously have both my parents and their divorce so like Technically, my aunt, so my uncle is my dad's brother, and my aunt technically is like 
not related to them, but she has a whole other side of the family who I know and, like, I go to their house and stuff. Um, But it's so difficult to explain that to people. So I'm at the point where I just say family member because they'll be like, what do you mean by that? And it's just... Or just say relative or something I like say, that. Yeah, I usually just say relative because, you know, I don't have the time to go into my very complicated family tree. So, you know, sometimes yeah, and no, you know, sometimes the easiest. It gets even, like, family trees are already complicated enough. Yeah. But when you introduce, like, blended families. Oh, yeah. It, it brings in a whole other layer. Like, it's then it turns into, what, well, you mean your, <laughs> like, your aunts, brothers, fathers, uncle, and then, yep. wait, no, you mean, well, there's that one, that's that's one branch. I know, and they mean, try to correct then, you, yeah, and it's that, like, no, I know my family. But then it's like, wait, do you mean the step branch? <laughs> this step branch, or the other step branch, or this blood branch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I know, and people try to correct me, and I'm like, most of the time, I'm like, I don't even have the patience to correct you, so I'm just, I'm going to let it slide. And then there's so. this half. <laughs> And then there's this half branch. Yeah. And then this half step branch. Oh, my God. I and know. then this half step branch by marriage. I know. If, oh, my God. My mom, she gets married again. That's going to add even a whole nother layer. That'll be fun. So what, what we need to do is have people stop marrying each other. Right. And like, also stop reproducing out. so that we can um, not further complicate family trees. Exactly. Just do right? it just for me. Right. <laughs> Specifically for me, do it for me, and so I don't complicate. It in your particular family. I know. I had a doctor one time, and she made me like draw a family tree for her because like she didn't understand it, and she was like just planning it out. And I was like, "Wow, this is really complicated." It's like, (laughs) and my friends do the same thing because I'll just mention someone, and they'll be like, "Who exactly is that?" And I'm like, "Oh God, now I have to go through the whole thing again." Because so technically, um. I live with my cousins because I live with my aunt and uncle, but it's so much easier to just call them my siblings. And like yeah. I've lived with them so long that they basically are. But like sometimes that comes up in conversation and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, technically they're my cousins, but like this is my, these are my brothers and my sister. Like, cause I have one older sister, but yeah, yeah which complicates things even further. So <laughs> I'm hoping that there's like, um, since you are uh, Latina, there might be no here. That's what makes it difficult because I'll say something about being Peruvian, and then I have to be like, "Yeah, well, my siblings aren't because technically they're not my siblings." Right? Because um, right. this is my dad's side of the oh, family. Right, right. Yeah, my mom's yeah. side is the Peruvian but side. What I'm trying to say is, I'm hoping there's like weird hyphenations of names. No, there's not. Or, that's what makes it difficult. Because but, but all... I imagine like imagine the clusterfuck of a family <laughs> tree if there's like. Someone with a hyphenated last name, so two names yeah. from their parents, yeah. hyphenated, and then like they marry and reproduce with someone else God. who also has a hyphenated name, and then they decide to hyphenate their hyphenated Stop. names. That'd be like so four that, last so that names. it's four last names yeah. all hyphenated together. Yeah, that that would be a little bit rough. Not gonna lie. So I'm glad I'm glad that has not come about. So if we're up to me, I would do it for the joke. The joke, you do it for the laugh. You, I do it. I would do it for the lols. Yeah, the yes. lols. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've heard that word. So, like, would you? I mean, because I mean, like, I'm even though like on a practical level, that might be like a headache in terms of um, <laughs> just this had been legal just documents a, or whatever. Yeah, just I, a little. I I feel like it might be worth it for the lols. 
I think, yeah. To hyphenate four names. Maybe for the parents, not for the kids. <laughs> not for the kids who have to suffer through that. <laughs> I'm glad I just have one last name because, you know, that, that'd be a little rough. You it's know, it'd be a little rough to fit in. It's Oh, my God. Imagine if, um, uh, like, if you're from, like, uh, Mexico or something. No, and like the thing. The last you, names are so different. And No, but also, like, it seems like there's a trend in, like, Latin American, Central American countries where the naming of children is, like, this whole string of names. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, no. So, like, it does the same thing for, um, so my Bisa, which is my great-grandmother, her name was Olga Maria, and then my grandmother's name is Maria Olga, and my mom is Olga Maria. So there's, like, a trend of that. And then in Peru, like, a lot of them have two last names as well. So it's a little different there. Um, I'm glad I don't have two last names, though. Sorry, Mom. It would just be a little confusing. Because they're so opposite sounding. Because my mom's uh, maiden name is Arbulu. Yeah. And my dad's name is Herget. So it's like, those just sound completely different, too. Like, you could just tell it's two totally different cultures. Yeah. And But, like, I'm referring to, like, when you have, like, the first name that the person, like, that's their given name. Yeah. But then there's like eight other names. Oh, and I know then what you their mean. Last name. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Imagine <laughs> oh if my gosh. half of those names were also hyphenated oh God. with another name attached to it. I don't even want to imagine. What did you say earlier? The, the clusterfuck? Yeah. The, the I don't clusterfuck want, of a family tree. Yeah, I don't want to imagine that. If, That'd be like, a little wild. Imagine if you want this like family tree to be complete and accurate, yeah. you'd have to spell like write out. The, everyone's entire birth name. Oh, my gosh. Like, all the names, all 12 names that are in <laughs> someone's name. All 12 names. Plus the hyphenated names, if there are hyphenated. Yeah, imagine marry, yeah, I'm marrying someone with a hyphenated name. That's like, you just can't win. No. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that on, like, a diploma. <laughs> like, you just have, like, 12 of those names. Like, no, I can't you, imagine hi, that. Hi, hello, Dean. You, you wanted to see me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, uh, your degree application... You're I don't gonna, think I don't think we can out. fit your name on the diploma. Yeah, you're gonna run out of space. Like sometimes Herget is really tiny, but like I've run out of space before, like on things for it. I'm like, it's just six letters. Like that's that's very tiny. For just the last name? Yeah. So actually when I played soccer in high school, I like made this customized pair of cleats because I had the money too. And I was like, I'm gonna go wild with it because this is my first job and I'm gonna buy it. Um, and I wanted to put my last name, but it was like a five character limit. So I could put my first name, but I was like, this is kind of annoying. Like, this is a short last name. So. Oh, was... I thought you meant for like, um, I mean, in that case, it's like the the matter of real estate on the back of a jersey or something. Right. No, they were like or, cleats. So or, like, and I, I looked at the, when I got them, I looked at the bottom and I'm like, they totally could have fit it. I would understand like well, if it was like 10 letters. I mean, do you, do you imagine how much work it takes to put, um text onto like a shoe yeah that's fair but i did don't judge me i did pay 170 dollars for them <laughs> in my defense it was my first job i had made a lot of money and i needed new cleats and they matched like my uniform so you know what i was like i'm gonna go crazy i'm gonna i'm just gonna buy at it. first i thought you were gonna say something about like ha- running out of room for like legal documents i'm like where what kind of documents no. are you are you filling out where no, they don't no, have room no, no, for no. six letters <laughs> No. For your last name. I did have a friend, though. Um, one of my good friends growing up, his last name was Sifidaskalakis. He ran into that problem, which is a super, super unique last name and very, very long. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't experience that. I think one I think one time I might have tried to fill something out. Yeah. But my last name was too short. You're li- 
Like, I think that... Oh, yeah, because it's four letters. I'm I'm pretty sure that's a problem for some people because, like, if your last name is, like, Ng, N-G. Yeah. Like, there are some pro, like, forms in, like, on websites, on programs that might not recognize a couple of letters. What do you do for that? Like... (laughs) Like you c- try to call them up, like it's not accepting my name. This is my last name. I like, swear. I, f- I, f- I sure for shit know what my name is. <laughs> it's on my birth certificate. And it this is, is enough. Not, this is how many letters long it is. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. I never thought too short. That's crazy. It's like you don't have enough name. You uh, don't have enough. <laughs> Make it up. Come on. <laughs> snap, snap. You need more name to go on this. Oh my gosh. Just make it up. Can I order more vowels? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a value, please? Uh, vowel, please. Can, Can I, I get a value, please, <laughs> of my name? <laughs> Apparently, it's not valuable enough to enter on this form because it's too it. short. Capitalism I'm, said no. I it's need, not marketable enough. I need more said. letters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, capitalism says nope, that's not marketable. So we're well, not. It's <laughs> not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. You're... <laughs> I mean, are there... Or you could say it's like that could be like a subconscious racism within the form where it's yeah, like, that's what I mean. Cause a lot of foreign names are like that. So it's really weird to me that they would do that. But I mean, that's like, America. but then imagine if someone has a very white name, white. but it just happens <laughs> to be very short. Yeah. And it's like, dude, don't do this to me. I really can't think of any that are that short. Um, like I'm trying to think of the basic ones. Like Johnson's really basic, right? Like Smith, um, I, I can't really think of any. Most of my th- friends are Latino or and I have like two Jamaican friends, so they don't have white yeah, last name. We're not gonna <laughs> spend the next twenty minutes trying I to think know, of names. I'm for trying this, to I'm like <laughs> trying to think of what you said white last names Very and wh- white. Wh- white white names. Oh my gosh. Um that <laughs> See now you have me thinking about just last names in general. Do you um you ever thought about not having a last name? I did. No, I was thinking about that during this conversation because wasn't it like only rich people used to have last names? Um, I think, was it? I'm pretty sure. Like well, if you like okay, own land or like you were royalty. Based on our very limited knowledge as a couple <laughs> of college students. Oh my God. Dumb college students. Yeah. Let's try to trace this. Okay. So like back, way back when, people yeah. only had first names, right? Yeah. And then, but like there were like, Titles like Alexander the Great or yeah. Catherine the we Great. We should go back to that. Or stuff like that. Or like you're just like King Louis the Sixteenth. Yeah. He didn't have like a last name, last name. Yeah. Right? I mean, technically the royals today still don't. Yeah. But um, then like I think around there at some point people started getting last names like based on their their vocation. Yeah. Um, Baker. Baker. Smith in terms very very uh, in terms original. of like blacksmith yeah or like Williamson because they're son of William right oh my gosh brilliant brilliant good job guys it's, good job hundreds of years ago you guys are so smart but like do you but now it's like we've moved into the age of people having a a given and a surname right? yeah and it makes me think about like what if you didn't want to have a last name. Like um the guy in from Penn and Teller, the guy Teller, he's mm-hmm. le- legally speaking, he's Teller. Really? He's just Teller. Interesting. At some point in his life, he changed it to just Teller. 
Good for him. I guess you, I don't know how you would go about doing that. I mean, having a last name is kind of, I don't know, it's not really a drag, but I guess if you have a unique name, you can do that, but. Yeah, like, um, like it makes me think of, of a lot of, um, like, musical artists. I was just like thinking that. Prince, Madonna. Halsey. Uh, people. Sierra. Yeah. Beyonce. Sierra. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like my and, my, I would like it to be noted that my name is technically the correct pronunciation. It's the Irish pronunciation. In terms of the original Irish pronunciation, yeah, it comes right? from. I think the male version's like Kieran or something. Yeah, and I'm but, in the show notes. I I wrote Kira Herget in parentheses, yeah. still pronounced Kira oh my Herget. Gosh. Yeah, returns to the podcast. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people mess up on yeah. the pronunciation. And I think um, the. I think like I think about uh, like if I'm if I want to like be a musician and like put stuff yeah. out. Do I want to be just a one name person? What mon- would your mon- one name be? Would you just be Benson? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that could be cool. Because Depends on the music you make. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my records yet to come out. Um, because <laughs> like I've I've had conversations with other people about like stage names yeah. like, and the terrible ideas I had for stage names when I was young because I, I was I thinking one of them do you have because well, I want to like back in high school I thought about trying to roll my influences into a name yeah so like John Paul Dylan which is the whitest name ever yeah that would not fit that would not fit <laughs> and all but also like um like Ben Ben shorten my name to Ben I just Dylan. didn't see you as a Ben no no and now I'm thinking like, well, do I want a Ty? My last name Ty. Yeah. I mean, it could work. Yeah. But I don't. Th- I feel like the 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 reason you want to make a mononym for yourself mm-hmm. is because that particular name is not very common. Uh, you're like, the only Benson I know, like, so I feel like just Benson yeah. could work. Yeah, and in terms of that, it's because like Benson is where. I, you can you've seen a few people with the last name Benson. Yeah. Right? But I don't I'm one of maybe a handful of people in I feel like in the entire world who has Benson <laughs> as a first name. Yeah, I I've never met another Benson before you. So I think that could work. I found one though. It's unique. You did? Yeah. His his exact name is Benson Ty. No. He's a he's in He's a guy living in California who's Say an architect. Psych, no way. He's an architect. The exact same name. Benson Ty. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a middle name. So it's the same as mine. You don't have a middle name? I don't have a middle name, no. That's wild. So I'm, I'm thinking um, <clears throat> if so Ty, I don't, I mean, it could work, but I don't, I'm not feeling it. Benson. I'm feeling Benson. Benson. Yeah. That might work. Yeah, I think that could work. And especially because I don't like when you see someone and it's just their name as the artist's name. Yeah. You're thinking like, "Oh, they're like a singer-songwriter kind of yeah. um because it's just their name, right?" Yeah. They're artsy. Yeah, but um like I you ever heard of an artist named Saint Saint Vincent? I have not. No. She's this um her real name is Annie Clark. Okay. Right? And she's um she makes weird kind of music, like noisy rock, yeah. art, art rock kind of stuff. Yeah. But when you look at her, it's um, white girl from Dallas, Texas. Oh, my god! Very thin. Yeah. Uh, like, Just what you picture. Uh, petite white girl from Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Right? Okay. And she, and part of the reason why she didn't want to be 
writing or creating music under her birth name of Annie Clark. Yeah. Is because like she doesn't want to be a like acoustic-y singer or songwriter yeah. kind of sound of kind of artist. So she came up with the mon- this moniker Saint Vincent. And then sometimes there's even like confusion between wait, so is Saint Vincent her stage name or Saint Vincent the name of the band that she plays in because she has yeah. backing musicians. Yeah, that sounds more like a band right? name. Yeah, so I'm thinking um, if I still I'm I'm like caught between wanting to come up with something entirely new. Yeah. That doesn't sound close to my name mm-hmm. so that I can hide behind it. Yeah. Or, Why would you want to hide behind it? I don't know, because like maybe kind of like how, I don't know, like, you know, when ap- after Kurt Cobain died? Yeah. Dave Grohl, did, who, who was the drummer in Nirvana for anyone who's not aware. Yeah. You know, he, he was like, uh, I still want to make music, but like, I don't know. I don't want to be anyone to like be paying attention to the fact that he was in Nirvana. Yeah. So he came up with a name Foo Fighters. So it was like, yeah. And he did, he like played all the instruments. He wrote all the songs himself yeah. for the first Foo Fighters record. Yeah. So he's, so he wanted to make it sound like his whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and like then that they're not related to Nirvana. Right? Okay. And so maybe, cause I don't know, sometimes I feel like my identity as a musician mm-hmm. is not, I don't know, is I have a, sometimes I have a hard time um, thinking about deciding, deliberating on whether or not the musician part of me is should be compartmentalized from the person part of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's so, like, any form of art is so deeply intertwined with you. I can't imagine just, like, being able to distance yourself from that. I don't know, like, um, because... Like, I know there's pen names and stuff, so... Yeah. Um... But I don't know, like, um, like if you were to look at me on the street and I'm not carrying around a guitar case, <laughs> would you call me? Would you look at Benson and say he's a musician? Definitely not. Yeah, and so it's like, do. But like, I like artists like that where they just they have a different look because it gets kind of boring seeing like every single musician like ends up looking the same and sounds the same. Yes. So. <laughs> To me, I think it's cool when, like, you see someone, like, break out of that, that box. Um, yeah, so. like, um, uh, like, uh, I, I don't particularly like modern country music. I hate country. Right? I'm sorry to anyone and, listening, but I, I can't. And I part can't of it, it is, like, it all sounds the same. All the guys are named Luke. Oh, my gosh. And, like, they're just, like, talking about the same shit it's over like god bless the troops right? god bless god beer or girls all that beer stuff. tractors girls yeah right? literally and <clears throat> you know there's um so i don't think maybe do i want to have a name that doesn't exactly pigeonhole me into into a thing yeah you know what i mean yeah like if i just put my name like literally my name it does lend itself to being like oh he's probably like a singer songwriter person yeah but like that's probably that's likely not what I want to be. Yeah, honestly, right? if I saw like the name Benson, I was I would think like singer songwriter. That's or just the just vibe. The, you mean just the name Benson, or you mean if my, I just saw like not Benson tie on a record? Well, yeah. If I saw that, yeah, I'd probably. I don't know. I don't know what I think of that. I know if I saw Benson, I'd think like singer songwriter. I don't know. That's just the vibe I'm feeling right yeah, now. Yeah. So yeah. And so I'm thinking. Well, do I? Because I think at least for. 
if I if I'm putting together I'm I'm on them like if I were to just go with by Benson yeah that could be enough just enough yeah to like allow me license to do what I want without being pigeonholed but if I were to just go by my actual name Benson Ty that is more like yeah it would it would more um uh reduce me. Poor Benson Ty in California. When you make it big, we're going to manifest. So I'm going to say when, um, when you make it big, he's going to, he's not even going to be able to look up his name. How do you make it big as an architect? Build, build big buildings. (laughs) No, but I'm saying like, maybe he just wants to look, you've never done that where you just look up your name to see. I mean, that's how I found this guy. Yeah. See, so like you see who you are, but then when you make it big, if you type in Benson Ty, he's, he's just not going to be there. It's just going to be, well, I mean, I also think like Just Benson sounds cooler, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But and I guess um well who if they're gonna look for Benson Ty, the architect, <laughs> I feel like you if anyone is Googling Benson Ty the architect, they're gonna put architect in okay, the Okay, but you know what happens field, right? to me? So because of the artist Sierra, if I even though I type my last name in, she still pops up. Yeah. So there's that. Well, I think I might have a bigger web presence than the other Benson tie. <laughs> Probably. I might be. I Probably. think I have more pages to my name. Like, I can find articles and stuff that I was in. But, um, yeah, like, always a picture of her will still pop up. So, But that's okay. She's a great artist. I'm not, I'm not saying, complaining. So you are her. a fan of Sierra? I'm not a huge fan. Okay. I think she's talented. But I, can't, I listen to show tunes, if I'm being honest. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my main thing. I won't lie. Because I, I have to... I have to admit, I can't remember what she does. She did the one, I think, if I think she did If I Were a Boy. I think that, that was, was Beyonce. Never mind. <laughs> she did. What did she do? Exactly. Do you under, does anyone. I feel like, I feel like I've heard her sing something. Someone in the comments, please let us know what exactly Sierra, the recording I'm artist. I'm so sorry. I thought singer, it was her who did If what is, I Were a Boy. What has she known for? What has she done? I'm not, was she ever relevant? I feel like she was for a minute. Yeah, for in a like minute. Two thousand eight. But I like feel in like the she was big in the larger consciousness of like pop culture, I'm pretty sure she's not. Yeah, but I mean, if you mention her, people know who she is. It's not like what who's that? So yeah, and then if you if someone says, "Well, have you heard of Sierra Hergit?" Uh, first of all, she you like people are likely to not have heard your name pronounced so they would recognize the the spelling of Sierra. I've honestly right? started just responding to Sierra so like <laughs> when I pick up food like I'll go to say my name and then I'll just be like Sierra. I went to I went to do takeout with my friends for Red Robin like last weekend and I like that's just what I've started doing. But even that got messed up because I told him it's Sierra and then he's like I can't find it. And then I figured out he was spelling it. He was thinking like with an S. So oh, like right. I can't. I really can't win with this. I I can't. Like, so then you have to like write in these special instructions. Sierra, it's pronounced Sierra, like the singer. I just want to start giving fake names at this point. Yeah, just give fake names. I'm just names. gonna start. I'll just give my middle name. Like um, that. I mean, if um, like say, if, I, I like the idea of giving fake names for the laws, so that. <laughs> Like I'll write on a cup, Steven Seagal, or, yeah, or like um, uh, I don't know, Cosmo Kramer. I don't know, because like, <laughs> like I know if I go to a party, I might yeah, yeah in the age when you can have parties, um, 
<laughs> in the before times. Yeah, and yeah, I like how we're, yeah, if the you, before times. If I were to go to a party, I would write on my cup, like whatever cup is mine. Yeah. And like Steven Seagal. Yeah. Because I know no one else will be writing Steven Seagal on my cup. It doesn't have yeah. to be my name on my cup. I know it's my cup if it has <laughs> Steven Seagal. That's true. That is very true. Names are tricky. If I ever have kids, I'm giving them an easy to pronounce name. Like, because, I, I, I mean, I've never thought of it. Exactly. <laughs> I just know. I will Mike. Give, I just know. I will give them an easy to pronounce name. Because while I do like my name, and it is unique for the United States. I mean, if you go to Ireland, there's like a million Kiras. But, um, Yeah. My parents wanted to be unique. And oh my god! Screwed me over with that one. It well, everyone, when I explain the pronunciation, everyone's like, "Oh, that's so pretty," and I'm like, "Thanks," but no one knows how to pronounce it. So I get like Clara, Kiara, Clara. So, yeah, because they think the I's and L. I've gotten Clara like quite a few times at this point. Okay. Yeah, just it's, are you, it's a mess. Are you Clara? Claro. <laughs> I I really just if I'm if I'm never gonna see them again, I just I kind of let it. For anyone who rock. doesn't speak Spanish, claro means sure. So the joke was like asking Kira, "Are you Clara?" And then her saying, "Sure." Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I mean, actually, this is kind of embarrassing. So I had a doctor for a little bit, um, and she would always call me Kira. And it got to the point, or Kiara, she called me Kiara. And it got to the point where it was like too late to correct her that like I just didn't. So this was like two years when she was my doctor and I just, I never corrected her because I felt too embarrassed to at that point. (laughs) So like there was an episode like that in Friends where um, Chandler, like he knows this guy in the office and he just keeps avoiding him because he thinks his name is something else. And like that's literally what I did. Um, I just let her call me that. Yeah. And I would try and like slip my own, like my name into conversation with the correct pronunciation. And like, it yeah. still just, it still just didn't work. For, so for my, um, I'm taking a film class a semester. Yeah. And it's, re- it's completely remote. Okay. And the instructor, like we would be meeting like on a zoom call. Yeah. You can see my name. Mm-hmm. Right. But for the longest time, she kept referring to me as Ty. That's it. Oh, and like I even like I, on the first day I introduced myself by yeah. my name, and also like there was an early assignment where we introduced ourselves like in the discussion post. Yeah. Like, hi, my name is Benson in the post. Yeah. And I'm, which I I have a feeling she looked at it. Yeah. Right to like grade it. She graded it. Yeah. And it, it wasn't until like she like had to assign us. Um, like they're doing, we're doing a thing where. Each week, someone is a teaching assistant to introduce a movie we're watching yeah. or something like that. It wasn't until she was, like, looking at the syllabus, assigning people's names to each week for a film mm-hmm. that she, like, for she she took note. <laughs> and, and realized talked, that your and, name is And talked to me. Like, uh, I think for the past few weeks, I've been calling you Ty. Oh, my gosh. I think, but I'm pretty, based on the information I have gathered, I think I'm I'm fairly certain now that your first name is Benson. Oh gosh. Yeah, I relate to that. I feel like I would do the same thing. I would just kind of give up. I mean, it reaches a certain point because I've had professors do the same thing. It reaches a certain point where I'm just like, you're not going to learn it. I've given up. Yeah. Um and it's not always their fault because I know they have like a bunch of students, so I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. If this isn't it's different with, like, the English major, though, because we're, like, such a small group. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier. Yeah. But if it's a gen ed, I typically don't correct because it's, like, 
okay yeah whatever. now but now i'm thinking like because we meet on zoom every week yeah for the for the film class you see you see everyone's name yeah i really don't understand how she got it wrong because it's she, literally your name is there yeah and like i'm pretty sure it's all in this unless she thought like because i'm asian my last name goes first Oh, maybe that, like that. Maybe that's what she thought. But but like I can't see why she would think that because you literally put your first and last name. Yeah, right. So, so I don't know. Well, at least she knows it now. Yeah, that, that's a plus. <laughs> that's a major plus. Yeah, I just it's not fun having a name that no one knows how to pronounce. It's how it's how I can tell though when someone actually it makes me so happy when someone actually bothers to learn the pronunciation of my name, which is so little. But like, yeah. I literally have had like bosses who I know struggle with it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> or um, <laughs> imagine if you, I know a few people who have names that are like not, they're just a bit unusual. Yeah. Or um, some are even like because they're unusual because like they're eth- like rather ethnic. Yeah. Yeah. And then like they just like um, throw it out. They like they make it. Um, some kind of Americanized diminutive form. I can't you know even I mean? really think of a nickname for mine. Like I had friends in high school who call me like Kier, but I don't really want a professor to call me that. So it's like I can't even really think of an actual nickname. Like, yeah, you, in, in that's your, the hard thing. In your case, you're there's no. I feel like there's no such thing as a diminutive form of Kira. Yeah, or even Sierra. Yeah, all my nicknames are like really don't really. At least like in terms of my name, you drop off a syllable. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you can't really do that for me. Here. Or just ruh. Why? Well, hey, like, hey, oh ruh. my gosh, no! Hey, I had, ruh, what you do? Uh, I had two nicknames. So two of my friends in high school called me Kier, um, and then I had an. This actually started when I was a toddler. So my brother, who's a year younger than me, like couldn't pronounce my name. So he'd call me Kiki, <laughs> and that I know he'd call me Kiki. So that was that was fun. And then I forget how it came up in high school, but it did. So like I had a few friends who'd do that, and I had this one friend she would call me Keeks. So <laughs> yeah, there was that. But <laughs> that's not exactly a nickname. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you can throw that out because my name is so hard to pronounce. So um, I've just kind of started Ke- trying Keeks. Keeks, yeah, it's a derivative of hold on Kiki. Wait, hold on. Keeks K, like if you were to spell it phonetically, K E E K S. Yes. Keeks. 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 Yeah, she but, wanted to be original and like branch off of the Kiki. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I just kind of let it roll because I was like, it's fine. It's kind of funny. That, so, it was kind of funny. So like, I let it. I let it slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. High school was a fun time. High school was so fun. <laughs> now, I want to find, like, an equally diminutive form of my name that's, that's like, similar to that. I'm going like, to try. Like, I'm going to brainstorm now. I don't think it could work because, um, like, I don't think the first syllable of my name ends in the right kind of consonant to do yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Benz. Benz. Hey, yo, Ben. Benny. That's as close as I think you ben. can get. I think... Benny? Like it's like Ben or Benny. Yeah. Which I don't really um I don't really like Benny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because like there's something about Benny that seems a bit childish. Childish and also mm, to be honest, it reminds me of um uh 
George Lopez's sitcom. Oh god. Also named that was named George Lopez. His mother yeah. they refer to her as Benny. Oh okay. Short for Benita, right? Okay. And like so that's stuck in the back of my mind, like Benny. But yeah. also I don't know, like I use Benny in terms of like like my Twitter handle or something. Because okay. I I named it after when I was rapping. And wait a minute. You're a rapper? I was for a bit. And, and I Bring spoke. it back, please. <laughs> Bring it back, please. Yeah, for a bit, I was. I and want you to release a mixtape. It was tape. The MC Benny T. And oh my gosh. And but because like um, there's like I like the idea of diminutive form of your first name and then yeah. the, the initial of your last name. Yeah, that you're like having that as a moniker for yourself. Okay. If, if you were to do that. Yeah. But and I like using it for the um uh rap career that ended before it started. Oh my gosh. But but like I don't like the name Benny though. Yeah. We'll think of one. We're English majors. We'll think of one. We'll, uh, we'll brainstorm. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there one day. Or <laughs> I don't know. The um they just come to you naturally one day. Keeks just magically spread it out. It just mad and it was only her who called me that, which is what made what it. What if even you funnier. use that as like a pen name for stuff no. to write stuff that you're not particularly proud of? Oh god. To publish stuff you're not particularly proud of. I can't proud imagine of. publishing anything I'm not proud of. That would make me upset. Yeah. Like I just I can't. I get upset even turning in something like some works in because I know it's like not that good. So I get like stressed about it. So that's what I don't miss about because I'm in a creative nonfiction, which honestly isn't too bad. I do like that class, um, but I felt so much pressure in playwriting because it was like, what exactly is creative nonfiction? Um, so like memoirs and stuff. Oh right, um, okay, yeah. That makes, that so you're makes, like writing about your own life. That makes which, sense now. Yeah, it's honestly pretty hard to write, even though it's your own life, because I don't know. I've just found it difficult because like you um, have to make it interesting. Yeah, you have to. Um, there's um, so there's a difference between an autobiography and a memoir. Yeah. So for anyone who's not aware, um, you know, when we think of biography, it's like facts. the facts of life. Yeah. The, the the facts of this person's life. Yeah, right? memoir is so a lot more personal. And then, and you could think of it as um, autobiography is the story of a life. Yeah. But memoirs are stories from a life. Yeah. Right? And they're hard to write because it's like you have to find some like usually it's the most personal things that are the most interesting. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of sucks because it's like, ooh, I need to reveal this part of my life. So Yeah, and you have to you have to do it in a way that is that could engage people. Yeah. And also like there's something about like really well written memoirs. Yeah. Where they're I feel like maybe um I don't know if you feel this, mm-hmm. but I feel like people don't really value memoirs as much as they do literature. Yeah, they don't. And that kind of bothers me because I think lived experiences are really interesting. Um, that's something I've always really enjoyed yeah. reading about. So I, I do like memoirs. And um, I always think it's interesting to view someone else's experiences yeah. and what they've learned from it. But also, so. like, when you if you were to write a memoir... You know, they can be written with the same kind of like sophistication, subtext, rigor yeah. as like actual literature. Yeah. Because like if you're – the way to write a bad memoir is to write a biography. You yeah. Know what I mean? You have to like – not embellish but you have to have a certain creative flair to make it interesting. Yeah. Like um, um, um I've been reading Barack Obama's first mem- memoir. 
Oh God! Called Dreams for My Father: A Story of Race and Inheritance. Yeah, I read a piece, a part of it that I was not too happy about. What do you mean? He, one of the parts, he talked about how he used like Marxism and stuff to like get girls on his floor, and I was like, "Oh, dude, come on!" No, but you're um, telling on yourself here. But still, like the rest of it, it's it's a good read. Yeah. Yeah, Well, he was a phenomenal public speaker. Yeah. But also, he majored in English. In really? undergrad. I didn't know that. Along with political See, science. See, English majors can't have jobs, guys. Yeah. So, you know, uh, like I, I look at this, I'm also listening to it. Yeah. And like he, he can write. He can turn a phrase. Yeah. Like when, like in the very beginning of the book, it's about him like in college at Columbia, mm-hmm. like a few weeks after his 21st birth, a few months after his 21st birthday. Yeah. He's just like in the kitchen. He's making some eggs. And then he gets a call from his aunt telling him that his father, Barack Obama Sr., died. Okay. And then, like, there was a line that really struck me of, like, something, something, the voice, she hung up, and I tried to measure my loss. Oh, I like that. Because, like, she's calling from, like, Kenya. Yeah. And, like, Betty. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Betty, is your your Aunt Jane? Yeah. Your father's dead. Click. Like. Oh, God. Wait, what? Yeah, that's kind of brutal. (laughs) It's a brutal way to go about that. Yeah, so like you have to like even something as um as little as little as like that line of yeah. try to measure my loss. You need he like couldn't those really... little one liners yeah. that really stick out to you. Well, we talked about that in Doctor Strip's class um, last semester, where she would ask on like the peer review things, like yeah. what's one part like you re- like you really remember and like that would stick out to you years later, like something you could remember from the piece. And until taking that like those classes with her, because we had the creative writing class with her as well. I never really thought about how important that is in writing to have like one part that like would really stick out to people. So I thought I thought that was cool and it's interesting that Obama yeah, and, um, did that. I think um like I try to be a creative quote unquote creative writer. Yeah. Right? But the thing is like most of my energy and output is in screenplays. Okay. Which if you were to read a screenplay, they're not um very embellishy. Yeah. Because the point of a screenplay is to tell you what happens. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And so, like, I have, even though I'm not, um, say, a writer, writer in yeah. terms of, like, writing prose and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't think that's ever been my bag, but I want it to be. Yeah. Because, like, I remember um, uh, one, two, a year, a year and a half, two years ago, I was taking Survey 2 with Dr. Sinch, Survey okay. of American Literature Part 2. Right? Okay. And one of the assignments was like uh, re- responses to something, right? Yeah. And we were reading Woman Hollering Creek by Sandra Cisneros. Okay. Right? And, you know, it's like these women who are living in like terrible relationships, mm-hmm. but they had like watched these telenovelas. <laughs> Right. Those are great. Uh, you, have you read this story, Woman Hauling Creek? No, but okay. so like they're watching telenovelas, but and they're like, oh, these I watch women. Watch those. That's what makes yeah. me laugh. These women, <laughs> oh, they they suffer for love, and it's all worth it in the end. Well, and, yeah. And part of my response, I think this is the first the first time I ever wrote a thing like a turn of phrase that sounded mm-hmm. like someone who could actually write, <laughs> oh my like gosh. actual prose. Like yeah, like I said something like, if, um. If suffering is a bridge to happiness, then surely they need only stay long enough to cross it. Oh, I love that. 
right? That's very, that's very good. And then I didn't even know what I wrote. I like that. So, like, I, I, I submit it, and then Dr. Cinch, when he grades it, writes back to me, like, I love this line. It's so Benson. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I wrote that. Good. I guess I wrote that. Nice. It's the best when you write something and, like, you didn't realize that was actually, like, a really good part of your story. Yeah. It's always interesting when, like, you think another part is stronger and then, like, you're in a peer review or something. Like, someone points something else out and you're like, oh, okay. So, I always think that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, um, so, I don't think I've ever, so, I'm pretty sure I haven't written anything like that since, that one line. (laughs) Because, like, if I'm writing about stuff, like, I'm not thinking about the best way to throw, like, a, the uh, real, I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I write, I, I'm able to put together sentences. Yeah. On a mechanical level, <laughs> I'm, I'm able to Good put job. together sentences. But, like, it's always, like, informational writing. Yeah. Like, I'm basically trying to write a Wikipedia article every time I write. Okay, see, that's where I struggle. I'm the opposite, which makes sense because I'm a concentration in creative writing. I have so much trouble, like, just straight up facts because I get kind of bored with it. Because I, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's nothing Guys, on the. I'm bored by facts. <laughs> I, well, I like I like creative writing. I need alternative facts to I, work with. Oh my god, <laughs> alternative! I need some fake news to work with, guys. I need some fake news. I need facts that are not facts. Yeah, if I want it, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should work for Fox News yeah. then. Um, um, yeah, no, I do. I like creative writing so much because I like being able to world build and just um, really, yeah. So because like the way I like I consume way more. Um, I guess you in term like Wikipedia articles than anything yeah. else because I like the I like the language the economy of language that okay. it has like it's just facts it's objective it's telling you what the what it is oh I'm the and, exact opposite and, <laughs> and I think um, because that's um, uh, I'm so focused on the information okay that I don't like I don't want to I want to consume the information I don't want I'm not looking for the flair. Okay. And when I do read something, I, sec- I expect to be informational, and people are trying to put flair on it that doesn't really yeah. work for it. it like, it, com- it comes off as a bit... <sighs> I love that flair. You know I, mean? <laughs> I mean, it can be done... It's either, like, done really... There's no middle for that. You can either really do that dramatic flair, like, really well, or, like, you really mess no, it up. Like, um, like, you ever see, like, um, newspaper articles and, like... Let's face it, journalis- journalists are just failed English majors. Oh, my gosh. Because... Um, <laughs> Especially at this school, come on, because uh, like I read, well, you're our, regurgitating information. I re- I read the University of Hartford newspaper, whatever it's called, the Informer. Yeah, and then I straight up first page stuff that's written by the editor in chief, spelling mistakes. Really, and, I've never read it before. And all and and also like there are times when like journalists will write newspaper articles that are like that have really weird language that you okay. like um. Like, if they're talking about a pop culture figure, like, uh, like the so- name of song title singer says yeah. blank blank. Okay. And it's like, like, um, like if you were to say, it's something about Adele or something, right? Yeah. Like, the Rolling in the Deep singer said. Oh, I don't like, like that. Like, it just comes off awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't flow. No. Yeah. And, like, it's also, it's not, it. It's like them trying to make – they're trying to put more information, but it's so – such an awkward placement. Yeah. 
That's what we're learning in my creative nonfiction class. Like we're doing, we were just, we just finished like our literary journalism, yeah. which is similar to that, but you do add like that little bit of like flair. Yeah. Um, I really liked that actually better think, than just regular. I think the point of if you're, okay, so if anyone is going to, is going to write like um, creative nonfiction where you need that flair for it to be interesting. Yeah. When there is flair and it's good, you don't really notice it. Yeah, right? that's the thing. You you can't push it. The if only, you're trying to push it, it's probably not going to come out. The only as time good as you, you notice it, it is when it's bad because you're like, why did they write this? Yeah. But in terms of like um th- like those lines in like memoirs that yeah. are like kind of profound and like you're thinking like that's a great way to phrase that. Yeah, well, I think you don't the, notice it in the fact that like you think it's great. You're just like it washes over you're like, man, yeah. like I get what they mean and that was an interesting way to say it. Yeah, you can usually tell when someone's like trying super hard to be deep. Sometimes I think the most profound things that people say are the things that they just it comes right out of their mind because it's so genuine and raw. Like that's a raw thought that he had. Like yeah. so Or I mean well, we don't know exactly what happened between him yeah. finding out the news and then it just him sounded writing, very, yeah. writing the memoir. Yeah. But like we like that's at least You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It didn't sound like it was over dramatized and it was just it felt very genuine yeah. and in place. Um and I think a lot of people forget that sometimes that you can remain true to a story and not make it like super dramatic. Sometimes it's okay to have things like that because I found in reading, like doing like peer review and stuff, the things I've liked most about people's writing is when um, you can just tell it was like an in the moment thing, and they didn't try. They didn't try to do too much. Yeah, um, if that makes sense, because that works better in like fiction. Um, but when you're doing stuff based on like real life events, that's a lot more difficult. Yeah, and um, you know, like uh, like I said before, that line I wrote about woman hauling. I really like that, by that, the way. It's like it was a thing. Now it happened, and I'm just trying to write a response. Yeah, to, but so it worked to, out really for well for an assignment. But like, okay. But like uh, it was, it was. I didn't think about it. It was just yeah. a thing I wrote. I'm, and See, I, that's the best type of writing when like it just comes out of you. That's that's the best in my opinion, and it's the best feeling as a writer too. When you go back and read it, and you're like, oh damn, that was good. Like, or like someone points it out, and you're like, oh, that I did do a good job with that. Um, yeah, I think. Um, I I fantasize about writing a memoir, and 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 then don't do it. Or memoirs are hard to write because the difficult thing I found at least with um, in the class is it's a tricky line because other people are included in your memoir. And yeah. it's like you don't want – at least for me, it's like – You don't want to like misrepresent them. I don't want to misrepresent them. Um, and also sometimes it just feels like I don't know what the line is between airing stuff that is super personal um, like mine was very personal and it involved another person. Um, but my mentality at the same time as that is if you, your actions have consequences and if you don't want someone to talk about it, you shouldn't act that way. So that's my mentality with memoirs, but I it's think, also difficult because you're biased and it was your experience. I think, um, in the case of when you have memoir, like your stuff you've written for like memoirs yeah. that involve other people. That may be personal. You know, that's that may be the um, I don't want to call it a mind that feel that feels wrong, but like it's it's probably rich in um, the ore of what is writing. Yeah, of, of yeah, of what is um personal, um, creative nonfictional yeah. writing. Yeah, right. 
But you do have to um, mind yourself. Like, be sure to, like, talk to whoever's in the story. Yeah, so that, well, it's hard because sometimes you really can't. Like, mine was a traumatic experience, right. so I literally would not want... Well, I mean, like, honestly, like, you... It you, really depends on the form. Most of the time I've noticed memoirs are about a certain traumatic event that happened to people, and yeah. sometimes you really can't talk to the person because they're going to be like, how dare you try to write that? Well, I mean, if you if they, if they you hate them and they hate you, <laughs> then I guess it's all a wash. Just do it. I'm not... But, I, don't, I don't like the word hate. I don't... <laughs> I don't use no. I'm serious. I'm actually trying to stop using it because I feel like it's just such a strong word. If you do not like, like each other, it's a I wash. Just, just do it. I just don't like them. I just but don't. yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, um, say if you, I've heard stories of like, um, like this comedian I like, Mark Maron, okay. who all, who is all, who also does the greatest podcast of all time. Who, <laughs> this like, isn't the greatest. He's, this isn't the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> I thought it was. Well, he has more fans than You're me. You're getting there. You're he has more there. fans than me. <laughs> and he's sponsored by Squarespace. But he uh like he like he wrote a memoir mm-hmm. uh and like part of some stories in there were like about him and his girlfriend yeah. at, at the time. And like you know, of course he wrote he like he, write, he writes an essay about it. Yeah. Um and then he talks to her like, "Hey, I just want you to look at this sign off on it." Yeah. Like just because because you are it's about us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it makes sense to do that. And then she was like, you're really misrepresenting me. Like, why would you write it like this? Yeah. And then, you know, he, he, I guess he was so in his, he was so in his own head writing, so in inside the writing that he didn't realize how it looked, how it made her look. Yeah, that's a difficult thing because our experience with another person, we're always going to view it wildly different. Like, there's always a different version of a person somewhere else, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you're never... How you appear in your own head is most likely not what you appear, like, to other people. So, that's kind of my take on it. And that's the the difficulty with... That's what I found to be difficult in that class. I like it, but it's it's definitely difficult to write. I mean, hmm. Was it... um? Do you find yourself writing a lot about... Writing a lot of essays or stories about that uh, that include other people? Um, so I mainly focus on fiction. It's honestly only for this class that yeah, but I really like in, have. Like in terms of this um, creative nonfiction class, did you find yourself more gravitating towards just stories about self or stories so that So we actually mainly people? had to focus on ourselves because we also have a personal essay as well. Okay. The last time I had written like something like a personal essay was my senior year of high school. But um, yeah, you, you typically do gravitate towards yourself because it is basically a story about you and an, like an event that impacted you. Um, in my case, mine took place over a span of like the summer of 2016. Um, so while I did write about, I'm just going to call them a character because that's what they are in this story. Um, I almost focused more on my experience and the things that were said and done to me. Like, like I focused on the literal facts that could not be argued of the situation. Okay. So that's kind of what I did to make it more grounding and then how those actions or words made me feel. Um, and the impact it had on me. So I did try and focus a little bit more on the facts because it it helped me. It helped me write the piece more because I, even if someone hurt like hurt me in the past, I have a really hard time villainizing people. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, hmm. I struggle to do that because I never want to make some. I don't think people. I mean, perhaps are black that's a good thing to struggle with that. Yeah, I mean, I know some people are just like, they're just shitty people, but I still struggle with it at times because I know people are humans at the end of the day. 
um, even if they've done horrible things. I mean, some of them, but... Uh, yeah, no, there lizards. are people who are just... Who are lizards and... Are lizards in disguise. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something I've struggled with in my, my personal relationships. It's like I have a really hard time fully disliking a person. Um, um, I don't know. Like, do you think that's because... Why, like, why do you think that's because? Um, okay, this sounds like therapy. Wow, Benson. Um, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... The I podcast think... is supposed to be therapy for me. Oh, god. But now it's therapy for the guest. Yes. <laughs> Role reversal. Um, I don't know. I just... Um, I don't like disliking people. I don't like feeling ugly feelings like that. I feel like they serve no purpose at all. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I can be angry at someone for a little bit of time, but I always prefer to work through it and forgive um, okay. because I don't know, everyone makes mistakes okay. in their life. Some yeah. worse than others, some okay, much yeah. worse than others, but in a similar way, um, there are people like in my life yeah. who I guess you could at a at particular point, you could say I hated them. Yeah. Right. But then at, like, I felt like that's too much time and effort on my part exactly. to, actively be doing that Mm -hmm. so i just stopped thinking about them yeah right and so it's like i guess at this on the somewhat on the same level i also don't like doing it yeah saying i actively hate people yeah but it's more of a not because i want to be a good person about it but more because like i don't want to like that's Time, energy, and space yeah. in my mind. No, I definitely that I don't. That. that like that could be put towards something else. Yeah, and like that negative energy, it does nothing for you. And I think something a lot of people don't understand is that you can separate yourself from a person and not really necessarily hate them. Like for me, um, if someone's really, really hurt me, I will forgive them, but it doesn't necessarily mean I have to have them in my life. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. They're like, oh, if you if you truly forgave them, like you would have them in your life. And it's like. That's just not really how it works. Now, so. in my case, I, I'm not talking about forgiveness. Yeah. Because, like, um, I don't think of, like, uh, I don't really, uh, I think of them as, like, um, I just don't talk to them. Yeah. I don't think about them. Because yeah. I, we're such, like, family members of mine who, I, there were such different people. Yeah. That, like, I don't understand why we are. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I totally So get it's that. like, well, I don't. If they, if they were not compl- if they were not related to me, that means I would not ever yeah, speak to them that's because some we're things different I people. I think about it's like you know I mean? if these people were not related to me, I just I know I would not interact with them, and that's why like I get irritated when someone's like, "Oh, well, they're your family," and it's like, "Yeah, but if you weren't my family, I wouldn't interact with you." Yeah, like just because I'm related to you doesn't necessarily mean I have to keep you around in my life. Yeah, exactly. I do, like, I don't... Um, I just don't have like, the time we for happen, that. We <laughs> happen... One of us happen to have to come from cultures that really value, like, familial piety. Yeah. And so it's weird. It per- perhaps it's weird for people listening to think about that. Yeah. Like, us feeling um, familial piety or obligation and it yeah. should not be a thing. But, like, seriously, think about it. If you're... If someone in your family you've never met who's been living on the other side of the world were to, like, die or something, yeah. would you be going to that funeral? Probably not. Who, I mean, like, I've never even been to Peru, so yeah. it's like, yeah. 
so like you might you might not even hear about their death because like they're not so they're so far removed from you yeah physically literally and figuratively well, a very small portion of my family came to the u.s yeah, it was that, just my grandparents so it's like yeah. i don't have that full connection the only connection i really had to a death there was my visa when she passed away um in 2016 but i had only seen her when i was a very young child so yeah but yeah i think if like a cousin down there died i would feel sorrow is on one a life was lost and also seeing it um the reaction of my tias and my mother and my grandparents but i get what you mean where it's like you wouldn't necessarily yeah. fly there immediately and that yeah. doesn't make you right or wrong it's just you don't you don't have a connection to yeah them. but also but i guess this is where it gets murky because if you like if you have like immediate family member who you've never liked yeah. like there was never like <laughs> and like uh you you're such different people yeah. That you don't gel, you don't click, you don't, you're, you're not, you don't like each other, yeah. you don't speak to each other. What difference does it make if you are related? Because if you weren't related, you're different people, you don't talk to each other, goodbye, never meet with them ever again because yeah. you're not obligated to. Just because they're related to you, like that, you. I know, you're expected to put up with so much shit just because you're related to them. And it's like, you wouldn't put up with this if it were a well, friend. And it's like, if Ted Bundy's siblings. Oh, God. <laughs> if, no, uh, Ted no, Bundy. No, I'm not going to. Worst gonna, man. I'm, I'm not going to equate, like, just not liking someone to being a serial killer. But, like, <laughs> but, like seriously, if, no, what if they're legitimately a bad person? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, but they're my uh, uh, second cousin's wife. <laughs> going back second to that second cousin's wife's son's yeah. step um, nephew yeah. who like does that do like if you rec- if you can recognize and can also like co- have other people corroborate that they're just a terrible person yeah. what like what benefit do you gain from like being supportive of them right um, social if, acceptance uh, from like well i don't care about that so oh, no i don't either but yeah, that's just, kind of that's kind of the thing it comes down to like societal expectations that yeah, like, oh this person's your family accept them and love them no matter what and it's like yeah, it, well, it shouldn't work like that i i don't like that mentality no it's like um because i don't and i honestly i don't have time for it no no <laughs> i fact, simply do not have time for it like with schoolwork and like a job like yeah like like they're i guess it comes down to the way i operate it's like like in terms of those people in my life who you would th- like, I guess you, all these normies would say normies, normies. <laughs> guys, all these like like um, people with the this mainstream uh, view of familial piety. Yeah, would say no. They're they're family. You are obligated. But like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, I don't like. They're not giving me the time. I don't have time for me yeah, giving them the time like, and not getting it back. Why is it always the you expectation? Yeah, of the person who is uh, wronged or like the one who just it doesn't fit in with the situation. Why is it always expected of us to pull the weight for that? Especially yeah. when we have so much going on too. Like, there's just no excuses. Like, especially like we're adults now. Like, well, yeah. Adults uh, adjacent, well, as my aunt likes to say. Adults adjacent. <laughs> adult adjacent. Um, we're getting there. We're like, you know, the bike we with are the training adult wheels. Lessons. Yeah, we adult Yeah, adult, I like that too. That. <laughs> um, but it's like, we're we're really like pretty much grown up at this point and I, I personally don't have time for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, like um, I, I don't know, it's weird to think that um, like like I think like we uh, mentioned on, we had talked about in the previous podcast about like when my family tried to make me be a Buddhist, 
Oh, God, like, yeah. The, I think part of the reason why they were trying to do it was literally just because they couldn't leave me at home alone. <laughs> right? Yeah. But now that, like, um, I'm somewhat an adult and, like, I would have a job or something. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't have to go. Don't worry. You don't have to go because, you know, you, you got work. Yeah. And, like, you have stuff to Which do. Which is interesting. So yeah. I was like, wait, so the only reason I, you were dragging me to this place yeah. to, like, kneel at in front of a giant Buddha for four hours at a time. Oh, gosh. Was because you couldn't, That's like, so I long. didn't have anything to do. Catholic Mass is, you know like, I an mean? hour and a half. I can't imagine four hours. Wow. Or I don't know what it was. Um, I wasn't paying attention. Probably felt like that. I was not paying attention. <laughs> you know, because, um, you know, that also, like, makes me doubt, like, yeah. like my like my parents' uh, uh, the, the, the loyalty to yeah, their the quote-unquote re- religion, yeah. right? Because, yeah. like, it, you're saying you're, like, so all I need is an excuse? <laughs> literally. That's, all, that's literally all I needed. But a 17-hour house marathon, which I, I never told them about, <laughs> oh but, like, gosh. probably wouldn't have been it. Yeah. But, like, all I needed was an excuse yeah. to not have to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the interesting thing about religion. It just it gets passed down like that. I mean, as you know, I am Catholic, so yeah, um, I'm I'm still sorry about it. Oh my yeah, gosh, <laughs> no, and I am very Catholic. Like I try to pray every night. I was actually just at church last week. Um, I'm my little sister's sponsor for her confirmation, and for people not familiar with the Catholic faith, that's one of our like it's a big deal, and you're like getting anointed with the Holy Spirit. Um, they ended up canceling it anyways because of COVID. I was like, they made oh, us yeah. go to the practice and then they're like, um, yeah, we're canceling it, by the way, because yeah. the priest didn't feel comfortable with that. But that was actually the first time I'd been to church in like a few years. So um, I know that's very, very bad of me, but <laughs> yeah. Did you confess afterward? I did <laughs> not. No, no confessions. I don't even think they have confessions right now. They probably don't even want us like near the priest. Confession um, via Zoom call. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to Zoom him and be like, hey, no, you know, it's crazy. Um, So for my confirmation, when I was like 15 or whatever, I was a sophomore in high school. So you're like 15, 16. Um, we had to go to this like day long retreat. And one of the like, activities was you had to go to confession with a priest. And I had to go into this like little room with this like super old man. Like he looked like he was five minutes away from death, like just super droopy face. Is this and, the same like, guy you told about on the other podcast? Did I talk about him yeah. where he yelled at me and yeah. he's like, oh, do you think you're perfect because you haven't been to confession? I was like, uh, well, let's, re- let's, let's reenact the conversation. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm a literal child and you're yelling at me. Like, you are you going to give yourself a heart attack? You look like you're 90 years old. Like time, time to chill out, man. Like. <laughs> Deep breaths, but it was so, so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's one of the parts of the church I don't like. Because <laughs> I, I really liked my priest um, at my actual church. Um, but yeah, that man was a little, he, he was something else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was supposed to be my little sister's sponsor, which is hilarious because um, technically, according to the Catholic Church, I'm not supposed to do that on the account of, you know, being a lesbian, but it's okay. They don't need to know that. <laughs> That's my per- that is between me and God. That's not between me and the priest. Yeah, it's like you're not supposed to be a sponsor because, like, you know, that's like a mortal sin wait. or whatever. So for confirmation, you have sponsors. Yeah, so you have to have because someone- when I when I hear the word sponsor, yeah, it makes me think like someone's gone who's just went to uh, alcohol, oh my gosh. or Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> so and. Yeah, it's definitely not like technically you're supposed to be like their spiritual guide and you have to be I know. <laughs> spiritual guide. I know, it's like I don't talk you to mean her about God? It. 
I'm her <laughs> on earth. It's like the like You're an her god on earth. <laughs> oh my god. It's like an extension of a godparent, I think, basically. Um like I had my aunt who I'm really close to a be my sponsor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So you just you just go up there, like you go through the full mass, um, you have your hand on their shoulder or whatever, and then they get anointed with the Holy Spirit, which is just oil and stuff and then Oil boom. and vinegar. I don't even know what it is. It's the Holy Spirit, Benson. Um, I'm trying to treat whoever's being confirmed as a sandwich. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Yeah, so they just – they put the oil on your forehead. Um, It's very greasy. little wafer cookie from communion. Oh, that too, yeah. With um, oil and vinegar. Hot hot cherry peppers. Oh, God. No, Um, communion's separate, so – Genoa salami. The the communion wafers are uh, they are tasteless. You, so oh. I've not received that. I'm technically not supposed to receive that either. But you wait, know they're what? tasteless. Yeah. Oh, you've never you've never been to Catholic mass. Yeah. You there's no taste. It's just what the hell is wrong with them? <laughs> there's no taste. It's just like a plain wafer, and like it's, I think you're supposed to let it dissolve in your mouth, but like it tastes really it doesn't taste gross. It's even just kind the of, food of the religion has to be bland. It's not technically food. It's it's not. Is it not? Well, communion is technically the body of Christ. Which is bread. Yeah, but they put in a wafer form. And then you can also drink the blood of... You know, sometimes I talk about Catholicism. I'm like, wow, this is like really culty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like I had a coworker over the summer. He's not religious. And he was asking me to like explain some Catholic stuff. And we have like seven sacraments or whatever. And I was explaining them. And I'm like, wow, this does feel kind of cultish. Because like you're in the church from birth. Like I was baptized when I was like... I was like five months old when I was baptized. So like I've been in this for life. And then I went to uh, catechism, which is like Bible study for like 10 years of my life. So yeah, I guess it is a little cultish because I have a friend who's like hardcore atheist. So he talks to me about this stuff and he thinks it's crazy. He grew up evangelical. So oh. yeah, they're they're pretty hardcore too. They have long services. They have like three, four hour services. I can't imagine like even the 90 minute mass can be can be a little much. So yeah, it's um, I don't know. I guess when you look at any religion, yeah, really through a modern lens, mm-hmm. um, do they not all sound like cults? Yeah, I guess you're. Yeah, you're not wrong with that. I think. Yeah, I mean, I just guys personally... only only one dude. Okay. Yeah. Just follow anything he says. That's a oh cult. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, anything he we says don't just is right. follow Jesus. We follow. Like the Bible, the issue with the Bible is it's just been translated so many times that you never truly know what was originally said. Um, yeah, I guess that is kind of cultish. Jesus was a cool guy, though, you know. He's a pretty cool dude. And right. we do follow the Pope, technically. Um, Pope Francis. Pretty cool guy. Pope, Pope Frankie. Pope Frankie. Pope Frankie to one. Oh, so many Catholics actually really dislike him. Um, yeah, I noticed. Especially because he just came out and said, oh, he did He did the He's bare... He's supporting um, civil unions. Right? Yeah, he did the bare minimum by saying, homos- he said, homosexuals deserve a family too. And it's like, yay, but at the same time, that's the bare minimum. But a lot of Catholics dislike him. Like, they I think, think the bare minimum demonic. is saying don't stone them. Yeah, or... you know, please don't stone them. Um, they deserve rights. Um, <laughs> You know, as a, they can have some rights as a little treat, like just, just as, a little, as a little treat, as a little communion wafer. To yeah, get to as a little <laughs> communion wafer. That's they, their little treat. That's rights, their little treat. Little don't, rights that you take. Don't a communion. stone them, okay? I know it's hard to believe that you shouldn't do that, but yeah. So a lot of Catholics dislike him. So that's always been very interesting to me because he's pretty progressive for a pope. Yeah. So um, I mean. Maybe that's um, 
I feel weird saying this, but maybe it's like trying to be political about being Pope. Yeah. Because he really wants to make sure. Yeah, that's what that's what my thing was. Like, I won't lie to you. I like I cried a little when I heard that because it just gave me a lot of validation as someone who was Catholic growing up and um, had a lot of like internalized uh, homophobia. So like that was really freeing for me to hear that. But I do kind of feel like maybe he felt pushed. He's trying to. He's trying because uh, my mom made a point to me one day, like years ago. She's like, they're going to have to start letting certain things fly in the Catholic Church because they're losing a lot of people. And now the Pope is becoming the Roman Catholic Church's PR department. Yeah, I'm just going to pretend I don't see that and act like it's it's his actual opinion. (laughs) Um, Yeah. My family, uh, my mom is actually not religious anymore, which is funny because she got me baptized and she went to like Catholic high school and stuff. But my grandparents are um, her parents. Um, It's funny. My grandmother um, is super obsessed with the Pope. Like my tia and um, her husband came uh, offered to come over and help her take down decorations from Christmas. And she said, no, no, no. The Pope is on TV. And they're (laughs) like, you can just record that. And she's like, no, Pope Pope is on TV. You're not coming over. Like... Pope TV. Yeah, Pope TV. No, no guess. What if, what if there's a, <laughs> I want there to be a television network called Vatican TV. Oh my gosh. It's like the, the equivalent of a C-SPAN. Stop. And it's just, <laughs> it's just a ongoing um, non-stop stream Pope. of like the inside of, Vatican, of the Vatican. Just follow Pope Francis around. And also the Cardinals. Catch him on candid camera. <laughs> Um, oh, I want to go to the Vatican so bad. For what? Uh, it's just so pretty. And, like, it'd be cool to, like, because Pope Francis, like, comes out. And, and also like, meet can... Pope Francis. That's, like, Pope, impossible. Pope Frankie. Pope Frankie, my dude. Pope Frankie don't My walk. man. Um, yeah, he, like, goes out on the balcony and, like, you can hold up, like, a cro- like anything. And technically that's, like, he blesses it. Oh. I used to have a cru- like a you... cross like that, but I don't know where it went. I'd be holding up my lighter. Oh, my gosh. Stop. <laughs> It's a concert. While he's, while he's singing some Latin um, hymn. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, so that'd be cool. Also, it's just so pretty there. Um, I mean, it's Italy, so, but, yeah. Yeah. Of course, we ended up on religion again. <laughs> of course. Maybe uh, maybe this has to be the tradition. The tradition we talk, we just talk we about end religion. Up, we end up on religion <laughs> at near, near... Yeah, we near the end, and I'm like, okay, Benson, time for Catholicism. Are well, you ready? I mean, um, well... You said you have to be leaving by one thirty. Yeah, what time is so it now? Where it's one oh seven. Oh wow! Oh, that flew by. Yeah. So, uh, like we, we we have in this moment. Yeah. We can decide whether or not this is the end. Okay. Or we or we start talking about something else, and then technically speaking, the end of the podcast is not us talking about religion. Oh, oh, that's a tough call. Hmm. It's one oh seven. It is. I do have to Grubhub something. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I got distracted. I got a text message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey. like, so, I'm so bad at not. Okay, um, I'm so bad at staying on topic. I actually talked about this yesterday with um, Professor Richards in my um, creative nonfiction class. She said something like, "You're an associative talker, which means like you jump from point to point and then lose the original point." Yeah, which I guess is fine for a podcast, but yeah. it makes everyday conversation kind in of. In fact, difficult. we talked about this minutes before the podcast started about how you. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, man, we uh, we I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. Uh, like we jump around. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the point, Kara. 
I know. I texted. I texted Benson last night, and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But you know what? It the worked point out. is to not know what you're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you know, you got to wing it. You got, you got, you got to wing it. Yeah. Because I don't look. I don't prepare. <laughs> I don't either. I was just hoping because for the if best. I pull it off, I'm a genius. And then if I don't, well, I didn't prepare, and it's you know I and, and but also like the aesthetic is yeah I don't. It, I don't want that. I don't want this to be more than it is, especially in, in like in this context. Yeah, this is me talking to my friend. Yeah, right? this is fun. Your friend who you tried to kill. That's it. The friend who you tried to blind. Um, I wouldn't say. Okay, I'm a forgiving person. I wouldn't so. say try. I wouldn't say tried. But. The look of horror on Benson's face because I was like, "Hey, was that hand sanitizer?" When he realized what he did, the just the look in his eyes, it was pretty funny. Well, I mean, it was. I was trying to spray down the microphone, and then I pressed it. That's what he says. And I noticed the microphone didn't have anything on it. I'm like, that. there's only one other place where it could have gone, and it's <laughs> right across on the microphone. It was Kira's face. It's okay. Things happen. Yeah. I kind of, I've gotten, like, spray in my eye before, kind of, because um, I work as a housekeeper, and I got some spray in my eye before, and I survived that. I mean, this is a little more, uh, you know, head-on, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm so. I feel like I would have gone blind at this point. Head on. I'll apply probably flush my eyeball. eyes out. I'll just you know throw some water in my face. But I mean, like we've been podcasting for more than an hour. Yeah. You haven't gone blind yet. I know, right? Right. If I wake up blind, Benson, <laughs> ooh, I swear to God, you will be hearing from my. <laughs> I'm just gonna go into Siri and be like, Siri, call Benson. Um. Wait. Do you know any lawyers? Huh? Do you know any lawyers? That's for me to know. <laughs> That's that is between me and God and my lawyer. <laughs> God is my lawyer. God is my lawyer. God is my witness. As God is my witness <laughs> and my attorney. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm picturing you trying to find a pre-law student to be to quote unquote be your lawyer. Oh <laughs> I'm I'll like, just I'll go back to the because I started I was a politics and government major. I'll be and like, then we go to a mock trial. I'll just find one of them. Yeah, they can they can practice. And that and I'll Kira. Yeah, that's not a real lawyer. This well, is a pre-law student. Well, you know what? It's good practice for them. Maybe. It, and then any. I'm just gonna call my uncle. He's any, a sergeant. <laughs> he's just gonna have him arrest you. Kira, any verdict or. Um, like punishment that yeah. is decided here is not real. You realize that, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But it'll give me binding. it'll give me validation. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it'll it'll help my blindness yeah. a little bit. Let me not speak that into existence. My eyes, like they're fine. They burned a little, but like I'm good. I'm thriving. My eyes aren't red, so you know that's a good sign. Yeah, and um, we're good. Can, yeah, you can. Uh, at, at, at the very least, you can wash them out afterward. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna splash a bunch of water in my face, which and, uh, will be super pleasant. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess uh, you got to go like eat something and go to your what what what's the thing you have to do later? Okay, so I was I didn't register. I don't know if it's too late to register. So for a I'm, virtual panel or whatever. Yeah, because I was see I'm so torn because of the pandemic. Like I want to go to grad school, but at the same time it's like I don't yeah. know if I should wait a year. I want to go to um, American University for um, oh okay. My MFA, which is in DC, but like I'm still torn on it because I don't know if I'm going to move there. That's a whole. Nother and that's thing. what this virtual panel is about. Um, it was actually discussing the MFA program, but I feel at, like that's something the I the MFA program at American University. Yeah. Okay. Um, with the creative writing chair, but okay. I also feel like that's something like I could find later. So we'll we'll see how that goes because I'm still just so torn on what I'm going to end up doing with my life. So okay. 
That's that's the struggle there. Do do what I do. Find like eight things. You so do that, a bunch of things. You have so much going on. I mean, um, jack of all trades. That uh, I want. Well, the full phrase is jack of all trades, master of none. So you will be. You are. You're getting there. You're mastering all skills. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, some people might say it. I I certainly. You're don't nailing f- the podcast. Your well, podcast is cool. I mean, sort of. Uh, I had to go bi-weekly and then yeah. also do most, if not all, sessions remotely. Yeah, unlike so, the before. The before times. As you said. Guys, the when, I, times. when the podcast was alive and well. Oh, it could be BC again before COVID. <laughs> We're bringing back BC, before guys. COVID. You heard it first here. <laughs> BC before COVID. Before COVID. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please put that in the description. We we talk a little bit about BC. BC. BC times. BC. <laughs> BCT, before oh COVID God. times. Oh, gosh. That feels like so long ago. Oh, my God. Ah. Like, I just can't fathom how quickly everything moved. You know what's funny? This actually isn't funny because I didn't want to be right about it. But... um. I predicted this. I told, like, all my friends and stuff, I was like, this is going to get serious. Like, this isn't a joke. And everyone, like, I am kind of a germaphobe. Um, I'll give my friends that. Like, I have a thing with germs, but whatever. Well, you have a thing against germs. Against germs. You know, I'll use hate for that. The way you worded it sounded like closer closer to, I have a thing for germs. Uh, (laughs) No, I I hate them. Uh, (laughs) But I'll use hate just for them. Just reserved for germs. Um... Hey, I like that band. <laughs> the dreams. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I told, because I had been following it closely since like January when it really started popping up. Yeah. And everybody treated me like I was being crazy because um, I was just constantly checking like COVID news. And yeah. then, yeah, everyone was like, it's just the flu cure. Like you just have to make sure you wash your hands. I I am big on washing my hands. I am that, pe- that person who will wash it four times in a row. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, to I the point that might like my hands dry out. Oh my god, I don't know how I don't have dry hands. It's a miracle, you know. God said you have enough going and then, on. We're going to uh, give you soft yeah. hands. Uh, he said, you know what? You can have you can have that little blessing <laughs> right there. Um, we'll give you epilepsy. We'll give you epilepsy. We'll give you, but we'll also give you soft hands. <laughs> we'll give you soft hands. I know you have a lot, but you know what? You have soft hands. You have that. You're you're going to be. We're, we're making you gay. We're making you epileptic. Yeah, but hey. You'll have soft At hands. At least you have, you know, hold on to that. <laughs> we know you're going through some tough times, but we'll keep your hands soft. Um, yeah, but it's okay. He's like, we'll give you the compulsion to wash your hand that many times, but they're still soft. So it's okay. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll take that. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It helps now, I guess, in the pandemic. Yeah. But yeah, um, I kind of knew it was going to get this bad, and everyone treated me like I was crazy, and I wanted to be crazy. Like I didn't want to be right. But well, the thing is, if you react um, properly, yeah, to an incoming pandemic, yeah, afterward it looks like you overreacted. Exactly. Like you know I went I mean? out and bought hand sanitizer. This was like February before it even hit us, and like I went and bought stuff, and yeah. then when everything like, was off the shelves, I was like, well, mm. it's like because it'll be like trying to disprove a negative. Yeah. Like if you react properly, everyone will be like, you yeah, see, you won that bad. Yeah, because we did something about exactly. it. Exactly. When people are wearing the mask, they're like, see, not many people are dying. Like, still a crap load of people are dying from it, but whatever. 
um, they're like, see, it's not that bad. And I'm like, because we're doing our part and a lot of people are staying home and we're wearing our masks. Like, th- that's why it's working. Yeah. And it's it's so hard to get through to people like that because it's, whew. I have, I, I know a lot of like, I know like an anti-masker person. So like that's people <laughs> who don't take it seriously, it gr- really grinds my gears, Benson. Guys, it really grinds it really Kira's gears. grinds my gears. Look forward to Kira's <laughs> podcast. You know what really grinds oh Kira's gears? Yeah, I'm going to start a podcast and, and people can just come on and like it's just you shit re- on stuff. <laughs> like they can just talk be like, about this me. sucks. And I'll be like, yeah, it does. Let's go into depth about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank I, you, Benson. Oh, no. I'm, no there, was, um, there was an opportunity. I kind of messed it up. Oh, no. Because you said shit on stuff. And then I was going to say and then rant about it. Yes. And then- <laughs> No, you could rant. Yeah, no. Shit, no. Take stuff to shit okay. on it. Like, oh, to I physically s- shit on it. Oh, okay. And then rant about it. Okay, potty humor. Okay, Benson, I see how it is. We've reverted Where back a little bit. Where do you think I was bit. going with it? <laughs> um, yeah, so look out for that. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. All right, cool. Uh, I, you, you probably got to get going. Um, yeah, what although I'm, Ooh, 117. Although I, I am I am glad this is about roughly the same length as the the other one. Yeah, consistency is key. Y'all. All right, just uh, well, how do you uh, just one more thing? How do you feel about being a return guest? Oh, I feel great. I love Benson's podcast, and I know that's unsarcastic, but I do. I like talking to Benson. He's a. He's I pretty, also like. I also enjoy talking guy. to Kira. The wow! First, Aww. The first one was really fun, and this one was also fun. Yeah, it was also fun. If I come back, please don't please don't try and blind me again. <laughs> I would appreciate you not doing that because I enjoy your friendship. I would like to yeah, still be I, able I, I, to see your face, yes. you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't see my face now. So. I can see <laughs> your eyes. That counts. I you can, can see, see your beautiful mask. <laughs> see? You can see the beautiful blue. So it's it's okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for being on our show again. Uh, no problem. And um, maybe in the next time I have you on, uh, we'll be in the after times. I really hope we're in the after times. Afterlife. At. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no afterlife. No, no, we're no, not going no, there. No. We're not speaking that I into mean, like, existence. You know, once uh, things are not. Um, Fingers crossed. When things are AC. Yeah, AC <laughs> after COVID. A- or AD. Uh, AD. <laughs> after death. Uh, it, <laughs> Podcast even in death. That's pretty pretty morbid. But. No, I mean, well, I mean, it stands for Anno Domini, which is the year of our Lord, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I know this, and you I think that. I guess now Kira knows this. I know it now. It See, I've learned something. Is, I think I learned something last time yeah. too. I don't remember what it was, but I did learn this something. This is this is about this podcast is about learning. It's about learning <laughs> and forging a strong friendship and talking about religion. Apparently, yeah. right. so yeah. all right, all right, let's stop. Cool, cool, cool. I think that went well. Yeah, um, except for the part where I tried to blind you. So, I mean, then again, that was before hit record. Yeah. I honestly kind of wish we got that on recording. That would be kind of funny to be like, hey, Benson, what was that? (laughs)